Chelsea. This woman is a disgrace. Hi guys. Thank you so much for tuning in or clicking in or whatever. I'm not down with the lingo, but I'm super grateful you chose to listen to me. Whether you're currently driving to work or like on your way to a date that you know is just going to be so shitty, but you agreed to go anyway. Because you both want a free meal and you need an excuse to wax your mustache. Or maybe I'm just on for background noise while you have like really awkward sex with your girlfriend while your parents are in the next room. I've been there. Perhaps even you decide to go for a run and are listening to me on your iPod. But then your run sort of turns into a slow jog, which turns into like a brisk walk. Which is in a sad limp, and you're wondering why the hell you decide to try this in the first place when really all you want to do is melt cheese whiz, put it in a bag of smashed Doritos, and eat it with a fork while watching murder mystery shows. Guys, I've been there. I get it. Anyway, no matter where you are or what you're doing, I'm grateful I'm there with you. So, a couple weeks ago, I was at the craft store, and I know I talk about the craft store like a lot. Um, You're probably thinking I'm a really huge loser and all I do is spend time at the craft store, then I go home and make the crafts and then dream about what other crafts I can make, then go to the craft store again the next day for supplies for the crafts for my dreams. And this may or not be true. And you would think the craft store is like top five happiest places on earth with all those old hags on the hunt for the perfect wrapping paper for their grandson's birthday present who doesn't give a flying fuck about the wrapping paper or the Walmart matching pajama set inside. It's like, fuck you, Grandma. I know you won at bingo last week. I want a PlayStation 4, you bitch. For me, the craft store likes to bring out bad karma that I seem to have accumulated, you know, over my years of being, like, a really shitty person. And something bad always seems to happen to me at the craft store. And I like to share one of my most memorable craft store experiences that will kind of lead us into today's topic, which is public pooping, a struggle within all of us. So I had just worked a long shift at the good old coffee shop and I was thinking to myself, hey, Charles, it's a Saturday night. You got the house to yourself, a bottle of wine, feeling frisky. It's a good night for some motherfucking scrapbooking. I decided to stop by the craft store on my way home, you know, check out any hot deals on some stuff, and to my surprise and delight, scrapbook paper was on sale. Five pieces for a dollar, guys. Five pieces. For those of you who have lives, this is a sweet deal and there was no way i was passing this shit up i mean i was gonna make it rain scrapbook paper i was so excited i wanted to just get it home sprawl it out on my bed and just have like raunchy greedy sex all over it but seeing as i planned a scrapbook on a saturday night clearly i did not have anyone to play out this fantasy with but i decided to buy 40 pieces anyway So I'm gallivanting around the store, you know, high as a fucking kite on my excitement for this paper, just taking a gander at the sale rack when I am struck 
with iOS. Instant onset shits. If you aren't familiar with the unfortunate horror and suffering of iOS, it's like Disney's Tower of Terror ride. Your shit just automatically drops from wherever shit is stored to wherever it evacuates, and you'll just be innocently going about your day when all of a sudden, without warning, you need to find a toilet within the next couple minutes or your pants are on a one-way train to Brown Town, baby. So, yes, I'm at the craft store when this happens. And okay, I consider myself an open book and not easily embarrassed, but when it comes to public pooping, I get very anxious and specific about where I feel safe going. And the craft store is not on my safe zone list, guys. I've never pooped here before. Not even sure if they have a public washroom. I certainly wasn't asking. They'd for sure know my sickening motive behind the inquiry. So I'm torn. Do I leave behind my five for a dollar paper and give myself a head start towards the safety of my own toilet? Or do I wait in line in hopes I can hold it just a little while longer? I look down at my papers, the cool patterns, the fun colors, the neat graphics. Guys, I couldn't. I, cu- I couldn't just leave them. I look over up at the line and decide, I can do this. I can hold it. It's game on, bitches. It is game on. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, if you ever take away any useful advice from my podcast, let it be this. There are no heroes when it comes to instant onset shits. When struck with iOS, it is not time for your tough guy can-do attitude. Bow out. Find a toilet. No one will think you're a pussy. No respect for you will be lost. Think about what you have to not shit your pants for. Pride. Dignity. Calvin Klein underwear. Be safe out there, guys. Be safe. So, I'm in line. And I'm next up to be cashed out. And, of course, there's only one till open. And the 95,000-year-old lady currently being cashed out is asking every fucking question you could possibly ask a craft store employee dear tell me how do i receive your coupons sign up for email what's email can you tell me when your next wreath decorating class is do you have any rubber stamps on sale and i'm standing there like clenching and unclenching my ass cheeks so hard that i have third degree rug burn on them trying not only to let shit not come out of me but trying to kind of keep my mouth shut while really all I want to say is for fuck's sakes wrinkles get your purse filled with sweet and low packets and all your other shit together and get the fuck out go home your Werther's original candy dish needs filling bitch then of course of of course her debit card isn't working I mean why would it work on the first try no I'm only five seconds away from spraying projectile diarrhea all over the yarn display Finally, she finishes up and hobbles away, and I waddle over there, trying to make any sudden movements. She says to me, Oh, just give me a moment. I'm just changing the receipt paper. Oh, well, you know what? That's nice, because soon you'll be changing my fucking underwear. Then the most vile words came out of that twat's mouth that she says, Bear with me. I have to ring in all these papers separately. And I'm like, "Are are, Are you fucking kidding me? Separately, you have to ring in 40 pieces of paper separately. I grew fainter and sweatier with every beep, beep, 
beep. She was trying to make like friendly conversation with me, but I can't remember what the fuck she was saying because I was busy praying to the good Lord, telling him I never fucking swear again if he just made my shit disappear. So finally, I pay the bitch, and she says, "Do you need a bag?" You know what? There, there's no time. I, I cannot afford to lose any more time. I can't wait for her to bag my shit. So I grab my papers and run out of the store. And of course, it's raining and the edges of my paper get wet and soggy. So that's ruined. After hitting every red light possible, I made it home to my one bathroom house where my mom's taking a shower. So I end up shitting my pants like just a little bit outside the bathroom door before she lets me in to finish the rest and this my friends is a true story and don't act like you've never been there just you know be there for me all right i know skid marks aren't on your uncharted territory okay so back to my fear of public pooping people including myself find it strange that i have this fear because I'm so candid when it comes to most things, especially my latest sexual adventures, which at this point were so long ago that the details have become kind of hazy. Like I tell people it was with some gorgeous man who I met at a yacht club when it was actually with an underage Taco Bell employee in my car behind the dumpster because he let me supreme my fries for free. Um, I've come up with some possible reasons why I may have this certain public pooping phobia. One, in a former life, I pinched a loaf in an outhouse, and that's how the wild, wild west became deserted. Two, also in a former life, millions of years ago, I took a dump in a dirt hole, like most cave women do, and it was so foul that it infected all all the plants in the ground and the dinosaurs who eat these plants all died and the ones who don't eat plants ate the animals who do eat the plants and then they died too and that's how dinosaurs became extinct and three public pooping used to be so common that there weren't even doors on public washrooms but the sight and smell of me taking a dump was so fucking horrific that walls and doors had to be built making this into a private event therefore making people have this phobia in the first place Honestly, who the hell knows? But as I grow older and wiser, the fear isn't as dominant, though, which is good. So, I'm a huge dork, like I mentioned before, and I love Harry Potter, like, more than a person should. So, I'll probably be referencing it often, and I'd like to relate my fear of public pooping to the fickle relationship between Harry Potter and he who shall not be named, aka the Dark Lord. At first... Harry was really fucking scared of him for obvious reasons. But Harry had no choice but to stand up to him. Just like when I have iOS, sometimes I just have no choice but to poo in public. Over time, Harry had several run-ins with the Dark Lord and became more confident when having to defeat him. Soon Harry wasn't even afraid to say his real name, Lord Voldemort. Just like I'm no longer afraid to talk about my phobia. Public pooping was my Dark Lord, and sometimes still is. I wish I had a scar that burned every time a bowel movement was about to take place, so I had some leeway when it comes to finding a toilet. But like the rest of you, just a simple muggle. Over the years, I've gained some useful knowledge and strategies for making public bowel movements a little more comfortable. Not like slippers and house coat comfortable, but more like slightly broken in pair of jeans comfortable. So I'll share a few with you, but I can't divulge all my secrets so because you know like a woman's heart is a deep ocean of secrets and i like to keep it that way guys so here's what i can share with you 
One, if someone's in the washroom, just stand in the mirror and pretend to fix your hair or blow your nose until they leave. Quickly slide into home, give birth to that turn, get the fuck out of there before the next customer comes in. Two, honestly, it's all about who you know these days. There's a public washroom that you use frequently, like at your place of employment or the gym or somewhere you like to go a lot, like the craft store, then find a maintenance employee that you can confide in. They're usually very easy to talk to sort of people, and they can probably hook you up with a washroom clothes for cleaning sign that you can just hang on the door while you take a dump, giving you maximum privacy. Three, have a P3. A P3 is a poop protection party. This is a small group of your closest work friends that you trust deeply with your public pooping affairs. The P3 is responsible for monitoring washroom activity, knowing when it's empty, and collecting data through personal observation in order to calculate low-risk washroom times when it seems to be most empty. The P3 also makes up fake excuses for you when coworkers who aren't part of the P3 ask where you are. I'm actually the co-founder of such a party at my work. Four, try to wait until the very last minute when you can't possibly hold in your dump any longer. That way, it's ready to come out as soon as you sit down. You can minimize your time spent in the washroom, and this also decreases the time the poop actually sits in the bowl, which also decreases the chance of smelling up the place. And five, don't forget to be stealthy, be agile, be confident, and own it, guys. So as we draw near to the end of this episode, I'd like to share with you another public pooping horror story, just so you don't feel so alone. And I'm always looking out for my fans. So one year, on my mom's birthday, I asked what she wanted to do for dinner. And she insisted on getting hot dogs from Costco, the wholesale club store. So clearly my mom is a super classy lady and has the highest of standards. I mean, you need a club card just to get into the joint. I really can't dispute her decision because Costco has the best fucking hot dogs in the world. I mean... You could do a lot worse for $1.50, my friends. So the whole family goes to Costco, and we're sitting at the fancy indoor picnic tables eating our hot dogs when I'm struck with one of the worst cases of iOS I have ever had. Unlucky for me, my mom's friend just happened to be there at the same time, so they were gabbing about crockpots or vaginas or something, I don't know, while I'm about to hit critical mass. Even if I felt comfortable enough to interrupt them and tell my mom we had to get the fuck out of there, there was no way I was making it home. I had no choice but to go here. I took the walk of shame to the restroom, but when I walked in, it looked like a fucking Chuck E. Cheese. There was a poor Arabic woman trying to go to the bathroom while like her approximately 84 children were climbing the sinks and crawling on the ground. I mean, I almost expected game tokens to come spewing out of the hand dryer. At this point, I didn't have time to care. I figured it didn't count because, you know, they were kids and they can't form opinions or they don't count as human beings or anything. So I sprint to the nearest stall and unleash the fucking fury. And as I'm doing my business, one of these kids crawls under my stall door, looks up at me, and smiles. Okay, what the fuck? I dislike children when they aren't staring me in the eyes while taking a wholesale shit. So I look down at the delinquent and I just gracefully place my foot on its head, just gently kicking it out of my personal space. 
Do not judge me on the fact that I did that. I didn't hurt it. Also, don't judge me for calling it an it. So I was just too grief-stricken to even remember, like, the gender of the child anyway. So whatever. It's an it. It was mortifying. Bone-chilling, really. I feel really good that I could share that. Like, I feel like a big dump has been lifted off my chest. I think we've really reached a new level of friendship here, guys. I think this will definitely aid in the lifelong process of overcoming this phobia. And I hope I've helped you in return. I mean, I've already come so far. I remember back in the day when I felt like I had to somersault, army crawl, and hide around corners just to get in the washroom undetected. Now I'm here talking about it with you. This is great. Magical stuff, guys. Hey, while I have you here, I just want to let you know that I'd absolutely love to hear from you. Whether it's feedback, topic suggestions, or any questions you want me to answer, feel free to drop me a line on my email, which is chelseadisgrace at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening to me talk about my bowels. I'm Chelsea Grace, making you feel better about yourself one Chelsea Grace problem at a time. See ya.